The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon. A landmark in Cleve for 98 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hansen, in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before opening our program with the choir's first selection, I would like to acknowledge that today is Pastor's Day. Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 4 reads, And I will set up shepherds over them which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord. The life of a pastor requires full dedication and commitment to a lifetime service, guiding, teaching, praying over and praying for his congregation. 
knowing that the road comes without fanfare or glory. I would like to give thanks, praise, and honor to all pastors on this Pastor's Day. May the good Lord bless you all and for your love and dedication to the gospel work. And now, the church choir will present an inspiring rendition of the wonderful melody entitled Peace in the Valley, directed by Emilia Hahn. The choir will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Rose Pahaku Carter on the organ. I invite you to sing along with our choir as you see the words appear on your screen. TV viewers, saints and friends, there will be no peace here on this earth until Jesus returns for his own. If there is ever a time you should consider your standing with the Savior, it's now. Because Jesus is coming very soon.
Imagine, no more sadness, no more sorrow, only sweet, wonderful peace with our Heavenly Father. Thank you, choir. Fighting the spiritual fight is not an easy feat, but is a possible mission. We continue to wrestle with flesh and blood of this worldly life. But remember, in order to beat the flesh, one must overcome the spiritual warfare as well. As we move onward and forward in Jesus' name, He is preparing our home on the high for that blessed day when He returns to gather His own and dwell forever in peace, joy, and happiness. Our church band under my direction will play for you the song titled, Mansion Builder.
Seth Makana Asano, our source for this morning, will sing to the Lord and to you the beautiful melody entitled The Holy City. Seth will be accompanied by myself on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin being on the bass, Trusty Associate Pastor Mitchell Senior, Mason Asano Senior on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums, as well as the string section of the church band. Last night I lay asleeping, there came a dream so fair. I stood in old Jerusalem beside the temple there. I heard the children singing, and ever as they sang, methought the voice of angels from heaven and answer Methought the changed, the streets no longer ran. Hushed with a glad hosannas, the little children sang. The sun grew dark with mystery, the morn was cold and chill. As a shadow of a cross arose upon a lonely hill, as a shadow It was the new 
Thank you, Makana. A spiritual birth for the child of God is a true blessed experience. Your prayers are answered. You feel restored and revitalized into a faith-filled, unable to explain, difficult to describe type of feeling. This spirit-filled birth emerges into an awesome and humbling event for your heart, mind, body, and soul. All you can do is praise and thank the Lord that He has deemed you worthy. If you want to know how you can get this spiritual cleansing and rebirth, listen to the church choir as they sing their second number for today entitled, He Made Everything New. I invite you to sing along with the choir as you see the words appear on your screen.
The trumpet section of our church band are ready and eager to present to the Lord and to you, saints and friends, their rendition of the number entitled, Come Unto Me. The vocal group known as the Daughters of Judah have lovingly prepared the melody, Savior Like a Shepherd Lead Us. The Daughters of Judah, born, nurtured, and raised in the faith, give their all in spiritual service to the Father and diligently continues to do His blessed will. They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. On this passage day, I would like to dedicate today's number to Pastor Hannibal Espera of our Balogo, Cotabata, Philippines Branch Church. Pastor Sparrow was ordained to be passed on June the 10th, 2012, a post he faithfully holds with the help of his loving helpmeet wife, Deborah, and beautiful family along with the support and love of the Balogo Saints. Pastor Sparrow, may the Lord continue to hold you, your family, and the Balogo Saints in his loving, protective arms. Continue to stand fast and go all the way in Jesus' name.
Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time station locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in Los Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches. Our services are all conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanari Sr. in Kanakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tin Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawain, and by Pastor Vesper Espera and President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui branch church, 
in Lahaina, Maui. Services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the de de address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program to head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. It has been very heartwarming and a true privilege indeed, receiving your calls, written correspondences, and verbal expressions of deep admiration and esteem for our talented choir, band, orchestra, and various vocal and instrumental groups who diligently participate in the musical portion of our weekly telecast. However, no matter how awesome their performances or presentations may be, remember that paramount and above all else on our these telecasts is the inspiring word of God. For it not only quenches one's thirst, it is the very staff of life itself and truly food for the hungry soul. Oftentimes, people unwarily become attached to a preacher, a pastor, a priest, or a minister far more than Jesus. This, in my opinion, can lead to unwarranted situations which can result in great personal disappointments, such as we have occasionally witnessed in the news media. Man is weak, man fails, but you can be sure Jesus never fails. The star of our weekly telecast viewers is certainly Jesus, and you should always hang your laurels upon him. Therefore, with that thought in mind, my sermon today is entitled, Pastors According to Mine Heart. Pastors are very important instruments in the Lord's gospel work. And that is the focus of today's sermon. They are responsible for the saving of souls. And the saving of even one soul in the name of Jesus Christ causes all heaven to rejoice. Today, we celebrate Pastor's Day and pay special recognition to Christian pastors everywhere who accentuate Jeremiah 3.15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. This scripture points to Christian pastors everywhere who are standing on God's word, his commandments, and the teachings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The term pastor refers to a spiritual overseer or a clergyman serving as a pastor or shepherd of God's body, the church. They provide spiritual guidance and care toward the God's holy congregation. Their calling is a notable calling and profession with exceptionally high duties and responsibilities to personally care for the Lord's body of believers. Jesus Christ warned his pastors and disciples that the journey's ultimate fulfillment is going to be difficult and they must go through much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. In the first church, Jewish believers who were suffering persecution could not understand it. In the past, obedience to God was always rewarded by blessing and prosperity, not suffering. However, Paul reminded them that Jesus Christ had taught that belief in him would cost them much. Jesus Christ himself suffered much, and he foretold his disciples that they would suffer too. Jesus Christ provides his pastors and disciples these wonderful promises in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. 
In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. With this in mind, 1 Timothy 4, chapter, verses 9 to 12 adds, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. A pastor is a role model for Christ Jesus to impart his truth in what we say and what we do. Each action must be founded in love and guided by God's Holy Spirit and must reflect a genuine sincerity and spiritual concern for God's wonderful people. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Jesus Christ instructs his pastors, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. He encourages them to give attendance to three things. First, to reading God's word with spiritual understanding and to apply spiritual wisdom to its interpretation, having a good knowledge, foreknowledge of the Lord's church and body of believers. Secondly, to exhortation, which advises pastors to strongly urge the congregation in the things pertaining to God's word and to provide clear and advanced warnings of the things to come regarding heaven and hell. And thirdly, to doctrine, which is written in God's word and that which we need in daily portions to enable us to faithfully follow in his footsteps. Jeremiah 4, 14 to 15 goes on to say, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that they, that thy profiting may appear to all. It is God's Holy Spirit within his passage that inspires, teaches, guides, steers, leads, and comforts so that they will become wonder-working spiritual instruments and be profitable within the body of Christ. And finally, in Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, the 16th verse, it says, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. God's word spiritually motivates his pastors to be attentive when performing his will and declaring his doctrinal truths. In doing so, both the pastor and the congregation will be saved and blessed in the Lord's outreach efforts. 1 Peter 2, 21-23 provides additional instruction. For even here unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that he should follow his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. Jesus Christ submitted himself entirely to his Father's will. Even the agony of the cross, God has the final say. His victory sign over evil was flashed throughout human history in the person of the risen Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2, 24 and 25 relates, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes ye were healed? For ye were as sheep going astray. But I now return unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. If there were no stripes, 
there will be no healing for body and soul. Though there be earthquakes, hurricanes, typhoons, famines, pestilences, plagues, wars, and rumors of war. Dear television viewers, your faith in Christ Jesus will be a blessing within you to know that he will never leave you or forsake you. And he will deliver you in time of trouble. Not a hair of your head will be harmed. When Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom of God, he didn't suppress what he had to say. He always spoke out front and openly to all mankind, often treading on dangerous ground without fear and without compromise. Mark 1, 14 to 15 emphasizes the gospel saying, Now, after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon, and much sooner than many think. The question is, are you prepared to meet Jesus Christ when he comes in clouds of glory? And you are the only one who can answer this most important question. On the day of Pentecost, Peter preached directly to the Jews whose hearts had been pricked, saying, What must we do? Peter's response is offered in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus Christ confirmed Peter's response to the Jews by blessing his ministry with 3,000 souls, as stated in Acts 2.41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. The people of Samaria believed Philip's preaching concerning the gospel of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Thus, they too were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Someone may ask, where did Philip get the only formula for water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ? No doubt it came when God's Holy Spirit was outpoured in the upper room in Jerusalem and Peter delivered the greatest altar call of all times in Acts 2.38. At the church of Caesarea, Peter preached Jesus Christ to the Gentiles and the Holy Ghost fell on all that heard God's word. Baptism followed immediately in Acts 10.47-48. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized? which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. It should be noted that the Holy Ghost cannot remove the sin from anyone. Remission of sins only comes when we are baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Therefore, Jesus Christ is the only life-giving Savior for mankind in this lost and dying world. Members of the churches at the Philippi, Corinth, Ephesus, and in Galatia, were baptized into Christ according to Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. The Galatians in chapter 2, verse 12, were baptized in his name, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Jesus Christ preached to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 5. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. 
The name of Jesus Christ is without exception the only Bible formula for water baptism and saving way according to God's word. Therefore, being immersed in water in the name of Jesus Christ fulfills being born again of water and speaking in an unknown tongue or language fulfills being born again of the Holy Spirit. Acts 4.12 confirms the name of Jesus Christ in baptism. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It is critical to understand that the scripture in Matthew 28.19 points readers to the name of Jesus Christ. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, that is Jesus, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The terms Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are titles which point to the name of Jesus Christ as the only saving name to be used for the salvation of one's soul. Then to the phrase in the name is given in reference to the name of Jesus Christ because the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Spirit is Jesus. The name and authority of Jesus Christ is confirmed in Colossians 2.9. For in him, that is Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Today's sermon is being presented with the same assurance from the Lord Jesus Christ as when he spoke to his disciples to prepare them for the tough times ahead. He said, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He offered them the exciting prospect of realizing their spiritual potential as never before, and that nothing is impossible with God. He held before them love, mercy, and compassion, and a life more enriching than they had ever experienced. He held before them an appreciation for their own worthwhileness that they would find most satisfying. He held before them a lively hope for the future, more abiding than they had ever known. Titus 2, 13 to 14 puts it this way, looking for that blessed hope and that glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Many pastors offer sermons on the many authors and founders of various religions, Confucius, Buddha, Muhammad, and others who have died, including Jesus Christ among them. However, Jesus Christ is the only one who rose from the dead, proving that he holds the power over death, hell, and the grave, being exalted by God and made into a high priest. Jesus Christ preached in Matthew 10, 22, and he shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endures to the end shall be saved. He also added that his pastors would be cast into prison and brought to trial before kings and governors and even religious leaders. However, he promised them in Luke 21, 18, 19, but there shall not in hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. Patience, endurance, and faith can save lives. Knowing tribulation worketh patience, and from patience, experience, and from experience, hope. Jesus Christ does not call his pastors to withdraw from his tainted, sin-cursed, devil-may-care world. Rather, Jesus Christ calls them to the fullness of life, right where they are and whoever they are. 
Jesus Christ calls his passion to the fullest of life through give and take and rough and tumble experiences in real world situations through laughter and tears and through joys and sorrows. After the resurrection, a lifetime commitment was echoed by the pastors and disciples of Jesus Christ. For the name of the Lord Jesus, I am prepared not only for imprisonment, but for death as well. God has given his pastors a mission to perform, a work to be done, a goal to be achieved, and a victory to be won, as you read in John 13, 34. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Jesus Christ says, take my hand, and I will help you. In life's crisis, people always turn to someone or something for comfort and strength. Many turn to the world and to their friends for help. But his pastors and spiritually wise men and women of today turn to Jesus Christ to find in him the solution to every problem situation. Jesus Christ is, one, the comforter for all our sorrows, two, the strength for all our weaknesses, and three, the answer to every question, and four, the solution to every problem. One day, Jesus Christ sorrowfully turned to his disciples and said, will he also go away? And Peter, who said many wrong things, wisely said on this occasion in John 6, 68 and 69, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. We can come to Jesus Christ and ask him to help us bear each burden and resolve every problem. Some may lose interest when called upon to give up themselves, while others might abandon Jesus Christ for other things. But thank God for his faithful pastors and believers who remain true to him today above all else. Jesus Christ encourages everyone in John 6, 27, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. The spiritual things in life are most important, and will outlast the material things of the world, as described by Paul in 1 Timothy 4, 8. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, of that which is to come. Let us turn our footsteps daily into the Lord's house to faithfully serve him and to keep on believing his promise given in the sign message above the apostolic faith church temple in Hawaii that reads, Jesus coming soon. We have what we have today because the Lord Jesus Christ has blessed us with many things. And we ought to return our love, lives, and obedience back to him in generous portions. Jesus Christ beckons to his pastors in Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast off devils, freely ye have received, freely give. Please remember to extend a happy Pastor's Day greeting to your pastor 
and thank him for sharing his love and service in accordance with the heart of God. If you'd like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Closing our program, the church band will play for you the song entitled, Victory Ahead. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.